Welcome to the podcast of tomorrow, a future Emma rewatch podcast that has been gone for several weeks. Today we are talking about season two, episode twelve, Raging Bender. I am Lindsay Wilson, joined, of course, by my co-host Alex Coons. Alex, how's it going? Hello, Lindsay. I'm good. Lindsay, I think we need to assuage people that th- this is not the death rattle of the feature on the <laughs> podcast. I feel like, you know, three, four weeks off with no notice is alarming for the, the non-professional podcaster. So what's yes. what's going on? Are we back for good? Are we... Uh, yes, uh, we're back for good. I feel like it was a mistake of us not to post something because I do think people probably assumed we'd been murdered by the person on the wiki. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> we're like, yes. We're, like we've started a feud. God knows how, how it's going to go. They have Alex's first name if they did any research. <laughs> and then we just disappeared. So yeah. people might think we were dead. I think if not. I were murdered, you would... You would post a tweet about it from our account that has like that has an ever-growing number of bots on it. I <laughs> I am prepared to commit to tweeting to our bots. You know what? I feel like we're a Futurama podcast. It makes sense that there would be bots following us. That is true. <laughs> on on the Simpsons Twitter account, I just started following literally anyone that followed us, and it just became all bots. But we have like a good number <laughs> of followers because I would just follow the bots and I would bring in more bots. Incredible. Incredible. Honestly, that's hilarious. I actually looked today for the first time in a long time at the Simpsons that are now numbers. And I was like, oh, yeah, we've got like a lot some downloads. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Although we did just recently pass 2000 downloads for this podcast. That's, that's so, yeah. Yeah. So tell your friends to keep us alive. The fact of the matter is that I was dying with schoolwork and Alex very kindly was like, yes, let's pause for a couple of weeks. And I just had a midterm yesterday. So now I'm able to have time to watch bad episodes of television <laughs> talk about that back on track we're able to yes. uh, yeah this is going to be much more of a recap of the wikipedia page of the episode yeah. <laughs> in that uh, according to my notes the last edit was on october 12th and is now november 2nd so some fuzzy memories <laughs> My last edit was October 10th and at 12, 11 p.m. So yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I think this might be the least well I remember something because I watched it such a long time ago. Yeah. But we'll do our best. I've seen this several times. I was thinking that people might also have assumed that instead of being murdered, we had just stopped because I was like, I don't think this is a problematic episode. And then we watched it and we're like, you know what? Like, Never mind. Oh, there's like multiple <laughs> levels of things that like I'd rather not talk about. <laughs> yes, indeed. Not only was this problematic in terms of gender stuff, it was also problematic in terms of race stuff. So yes. we love to see it. We <laughs> love them both. Drill <laughs> double header here. Oh, truly incredible. How have you been, Alex? I've been good. Simpsons related, and I already talked to you about this, Lindsay, but the trios of horror Simpsons happened, and our good friend and interviewee on Simpsons then and now, Rob Oliver, was tweeting about it, and so I went and watched it. I thought it was an excellent episode, so I definitely recommend Simpsons fans to go check out the trios of horror this year. It's just like and an then, objectively good episode, not even like good for new Simpsons. It was great, and like I was trying to place myself in... What if this would what if this episode happened in season six, right? They do like movie parody stuff. They do a Westworld parody and they do a Death Note, which is an anime parody. And it's it's animated as an as an anime. Like it's a totally different animation oh. style, which is obviously like Rob Oliver very heavily like that's what he was tweeting about. That's what he was super excited about, you know. Right. And he said, like, oh, this is why I spent the majority of my past year working on is like this um, anime episode of The Simpsons. So I was trying to think like what would that be? If, you know, how does that compare to them doing The Shining or doing, you know, Twilight Zone parodies and stuff? And it's like, yeah, I think it like holds up with all of that 
stuff wow. really well. All right. All right. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I have more free time now, so I will check it out tomorrow. That is my commitment. So if you recall that fever dream when we tried to watch all, or when we did <laughs> yeah. watch all 32 tree houses yes. of horror, and I was remembering that I had watched that extra Halloween episode that wasn't a treehouse of horror, and that one was objectively good as well. So it's possible. Yeah. These happen. The theme episodes that's, can be good. That's what people were saying. They were like, oh, this, I think that Thanksgiving of Horror, I think it was called or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. I think that was also a Rob Oliver one. And so as I was looking mm. through the Rob Oliver's tweets, they were saying like, oh, like between this and Thanksgiving of Horror, like you've really made a couple of the best episodes in the past few years. So yeah, um, no, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. It made me laugh to see he had some tweets of like, oh, here's my lead timer. And I just wanted to tell, I just wanted to tweet at him, hey, in fake survivor token genes, you won the loved one's visit and your lead timer <laughs> went to the governor's mansion with you. <laughs> Take that woman to the Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Incredible. Did you see, this has just become about the Simpsons, but did you see Lizzo's Halloween costume? I did see Lizzo's Halloween costume. It was a Marge. <laughs> And specifically when Marge is doing that, like, is it in the scene where she's like dunking on on Bart? Here comes the shack attack. True. Here comes the shack attack. I don't know. She, <laughs> there were several pictures, all very good, very iconic Marge poses. Yeah. And it was in- so good. She did such yeah. a good job. The hair, yeah. the paint, perfection. Yeah. So that was great. Did, did you have any feeling about Trios of Horror when you were a kid? I definitely remember being stoked about Trios of Horror night, being like, oh, yes, Halloween episode. I I remember I was only into watching modern modern Simpsons when they were bad, and so I remember mm-hmm. like remember one year they were delayed because of the World Series, and then the little like opening thirty second cold opener with Kang and Kodos was like about the World Series. That's like for whatever reason my only memory of those. Yeah, they were fine. You know, it was like in the era when like all of these like were no good. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, famously, I've said on both pods that I stopped watching The Simpsons after that, like Island of Doctor Moreau, Treehouse of Horror. Yes, that was very rough. <laughs> yeah, very very rough. But I don't know. It, it stands out in my mind very clearly. So anyway, this is about Futurama. This episode, <laughs> Futurama is doesn't do Halloween stuff, huh? <laughs> no, I was trying to think. I don't think that there like there are two Christmas episodes, but I can't think yeah. of any Halloween episodes. Yeah. Okay, so. Any overall thoughts before we jump in, or should we just jump in to our segments? Overall thoughts. It's a wrestling episode. You know, there were there's some good like wrestling bits in there. Obviously, there's awkwardness with like Bender has to adopt a hateable personality, and that is the gender bender personality, and that is not great. And then the the sensei is like an mm-hmm. over-the-top stereotype, which I imagine is a Karate Kid reference. Yes. Like, yes. It, it is just Mr. Miyagi. I imagine yes. I actually haven't seen Karate Kid. Um, so there's... <laughs> <Where have I? laughs> yeah. So there's like some... I don't know. What do you think of a show doing something that's very racist, but is parodying something that was racist? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen karate kid either i don't actually know if this is worse feels yeah. like it's probably not better because right? it's very bad <laughs> it's very very yeah. bad but i don't know we'll get into it i actually feel like so definitely there's some problematic stuff all the stuff his name is fnog all the stuff yeah. with him like even saying that i'm worried it's a slur or something so maybe i won't say it again but uh, <laughs> he's very problematic and also all the gender stuff is not great i feel like i was kind of waiting for it to get bad but the first like half is okay yeah you had texted me like oh this actually is one of the problematic ones and i really expected mm-hmm. it to like go off the rails and i think that the only issue with the gender stuff is that it is like 
hey, you're now a villain, and mm-hmm. like, or and like you have to you have to take on this this persona and throw the throw the wrestling match. But like from from what I re- remember, Bender is not like embarrassed by this. Yeah. Bender is not like shocked by having to cross dress like. Yeah, uh, and and actually, yeah. To your point, there are definitely episodes that are more problematic than this. <laughs> yeah, uh, this, this is not great. But honestly, like the race stuff to me feels worse than the gender stuff. Not to rank them, yeah. but yeah, there definitely will be episodes that are much more problematic down the line. Yeah. So, all right. So the intro text on this is nominated for three Glemmies. So Rob mm-hmm. Oliver can one day take his timer to the Glemmies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What what do you think the glummies are? The gloopy Emmys. The future Emmys. The future gloopy Emmys. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's two things, I guess. What does Emmy stand for? Does it stand for something or is it just the name is of the Is it statue? named after a person? Yeah. The like greatest Oscar. actress in television history, <laughs> Emmy. Yeah. What maybe. Are Emmys Galactic Lightyear Emmys. <laughs> The name Emmy derives from Emmy, a nickname for Image Orthicon, a camera tube used in television. This wow. seems unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, first and foremost, an educational podcast. Yeah. Um, for Boop Corner. Boop, daddies. I just yes. have written guy bouncing in a tree. I, I, I read some sort of sepia swing bouncing. Wow. All right. I have no memory of this because it was like, as discussed, something like a month ago. But this is from Hollywood Capers, a 1935 short animated film of the Looney Tunes series. It stars Beans the Cat in the character's second solo cartoon, (laughs) also featuring Porky Pig. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Basically, it's like some actors come in. It's like C. Fields and Charlie Chaplin. And yeah, I don't know what the point of this is. So so the Avatar 2 trailer dropped today or like second yes. trailer dropped today. And sometimes I think about like was, you know, what's the character's name? What's this? What's this cat's name? Uh, Beans. Was the Beans second the installment of Beans being animated like groundbreaking <laughs> in the same way that Avatar The Way of Water promises to be groundbreaking of like, oh my God, <laughs> they got him bouncing on a tree and he's in sepia. Maybe. Maybe it's gonna be like <laughs> that one where it showed the mouth or whatever, and it was like it's the first time that they lined up. Yes. Or <laughs> yeah. So apparently, this has like some Frankenstein stuff in there. As he frighteningly moves back, the cat lands on a switch, which activates the robot, and then the robot goes on a rampage. And and relevant to this. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of anecdotes just stored up. So apologies to <laughs> to the listeners for this. <laughs> We're going to disneyland in december i feel like there's like disney adult connotations with that and that's not what this is it's just that i have never been to disneyland before going to disneyland um, or disney world uh the florida one whichever one that world. is world world disney world um which also has disney adult connotations given that yes. i'm correcting you and yet i have not been <laughs> since i was 14 and had never been prior to being 14 <laughs> Yes, so there are those kind of things, but but that's not that's not me. I'm not a Disney person. It seems like Lindsay might be, given the just just pedantic knowledge. Yes, (laughs) but we so there's the Avatar ride is at this conglomeration of theme parks, and we just so happen to be there on the day that Avatar Two releases. And I'm so excited for like to see the Avatar freaks like in their home (laughs) environment of like they've waited. 13 years for this or whatever and and now it's happening and wow. you know, we're going to be at the epicenter of it 
Incredible. You think they're going to be there and not at the movie theater? I think they're going to be there. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be wild. I think they're going to do a lot of stuff there. And I'm very yeah. excited. Uh, yeah. Are you going to use your movie pass to go see it? <laughs> it's an Alamo only pass, but yeah, I don't know. I'll <laughs> see if I can find one in the greater Orlando area. Good, good. All right. So this episode opens up and first of all, basically we discover that Hermes has a brain slug on his head. <laughs> yes. Second appearance of the brain slug. First appearance was what? Was that Miss Universe when they showed up? Or do you remember where else they showed up? The voting episode was like... Oh, the president one? Yeah, it was like, what? what's your platform or whatever? And it was like, we want to put brain slugs on everyone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Brain slugs, are they're cute. Yeah, they're cute. Apparently, according, I don't know where I read this, but it's new information to me, although I wrote it down three (laughs) weeks ago. Hermes was supposed to have the brain slug for the rest of the season, but the animators forgot. What? Or the writers. Someone forgot. (laughs) That feels like something we would do nowadays, where it's like, oh, we need like overarching plots and and, and a through line throughout the season. So we'll just give Hermes a, a brain slug throughout the whole thing. Yeah, Hermes is just like in the office being like, Hermes had a stopover on the brain slug planet. He liked it so much he decided to stay. Yeah. Does he tell them that their new mission is to go to the brain slug planet and walk around not wearing a helmet? Yes, exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) And Fry tries to point out that he has a brain slug. He's like, what's that jazz on your head or something? And and they're like, oh, my God, stop. Like, you're going to get us all assimilated. Just switch to a garlic shampoo. And Hermes is like, everyone just walk around without wearing a helmet. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so then they go to the movies, and they're going to see All My Circuits, the movie. Cause yeah, Zoidberg's very excited to go to the movies. I think just being invited to the movies is, is something <laughs> that he's, that's, that's new for Zoidberg, maybe. Yeah, so it seems that way. Just being, yeah, just being asked to do anything is great. So there is like a little clip, the previews and stuff before the movie. We see Miss Universe, good continuity there. Mm-hmm. Miss Vega 4, does that sound right? Yes, there it is. Uh, Miss there Vegapore. it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but while they're sitting there, they also see this clip about like the masked unit winning the ultimate robot fighting champion something. <laughs> sure. i really enjoyed all of the all the previews that they showed at the movies they showed uh, planet of the clams which i i will put all movie all futurama slash simpsons movie jokes in the class along with oj simpson's jokes of just like these are things these are like topics (laughs) that writers from the 90s love talking about it's planet of the apes it's Let's all go to the lobby to get some snacks. Is <laughs> <laughs> OJ Simpson? It's True. Like... There was one other one that you didn't approve of because you felt left out. Yes. What is it? Uh, Tanya Mark Harding. Lewinsky. Oh, Tanya <laughs> Harding. Yes. Yes. yes exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense because I always say that I just learn everything from you wrong about, and that's like their favorite topic is talking about yeah. OJ and Tanya Harding. So I bet they love. Incredible. Let's all go to the, the lobby to get ourselves some snacks. Yes, I like that too. Remember Mr. Burns singing it? That's the only place I know it from. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So good. All right. So yeah, basically they start watching the movie and Bender is being a dink. Oh, this movie also is like, you have to like choose your own adventure. It's a bit of like, what was that movie? Like Babadook? Yeah. Is is it? No, Babadook is a good, scary movie. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah, right. I was like, that can't be what it is. It sounds dirty, but that's what it was called. Yeah. Yeah, choose your own adventure. And they're like, do you want Calculon to double check his paperwork? (laughs) Did you did you Bandersnatch? No, I didn't. Did you? No, 
I did. It was <laughs> that was like a <laughs> I thought you were gonna say no and I was like, Oh my god, we're like we're so bad at this. We're just like no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> didn't see karate I did. kid. It was... didn't see Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah, I, we're just, and we did hardly watch the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bandersnatch was like a Christmas ish time black mirror mm. release. And it was yeah. it felt like the thing that Netflix thought was gonna be the next big thing. And I don't think they've done yes. a single choose your own adventure since then. Yeah, no, I think it was less of a splash than they thought it would be. Yeah. But yeah, so Bender's being really obnoxious throughout this movie. There is a tall guy that sits in front of him and he's giving them a hard time and he's like smoking and being infuriating. And yes. I, <laughs> I have, oh God, I have written here float like a float bot, sting like an automatic stinging machine. But I think that comes <laughs> later. <laughs> That's pretty good though. I uh, I was wondering if this was a, a Bender like smoking and being obnoxious, if that was... I don't know if it's from Cape Fear or not, but I know it from yeah, the reference definitely. in the Cape Fear Simpsons episode of Sideshow Bob Snip smoking mm-hmm. in the movie theater. Yes, very reminiscent of that. I had the same thing. Um, but anyway, it turns out that this is the guy from the preview. This is the masked unit. He Bender basically infuriates him enough that he just like releases his ultra form or whatever. <laughs> he like transforms into the masked <laughs> sure. unit. And he comes after Bender and then he just like slips and gets knocked out on popcorn or something and there, this guy who's like the commissioner for the ultimate robot fighting league happens to be there and he's like you just knocked out the masked unit you're the next big thing yeah probably doesn't happen in real wrestling i got to imagine yeah. that that's not how they how they hire real real wrestlers yes uh, yeah that doesn't seem right but this guy says to bender i'm a connoisseur of jerks who pick fights at movie theaters and you're the biggest i've ever seen and <laughs> so he recruits him and <laughs> another good line about this they're like no you can't do that it's like a brutal form of competition two robots enter one leaves then the other leaves after being declared the <laughs> yes in between the, these two notes i had a hulu ad corner which is a great okay. segment regina king is selling wells fargo credit cards which i thought is a disappointing turn of events for regina king who's a great actress who's Re- regina king she was in watchmen and the leftovers and probably some other movies yes okay i know this person yeah, she's great. Mostly from Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. All right. So Leela insists that Bender has to participate in this. And this is when we get the first introduction to her experience trying to train and being told by her problematic sensei that she doesn't have the will of a warrior because she is a girl. Yes. No girl has the will of a warrior, but the will of a school marm. Yes. <laughs> My notes say this character is problematic. I do have, though, yeah. I thought it was very funny when Zoidberg, so Leela's like, let me tell you a story from my childhood. And Zoidberg goes, ugh, again with the orphanarium. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I also laughed at orphanarium. <laughs> very good. So Leela is going to train Bender because she has something to prove to her problematic sensei. And yeah, he goes up against the clear cutter as his first opponent. Yes, I have Bender is from Mexico. I don't know what that is. Is that canonical yes. of Bender being Mexican? Yes, his name is Bender Bending Rodriguez, and yes. he comes from Mexico. And it is, yeah, basically that's like how he's introduced is that they're like weighing 500 pounds or something. He's Got from it. Mexico. That might be a first for the series of learning that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But <laughs> one of my favorite lines here when Bender is fighting the clear cutter is that he gets hit and he's getting hit real bad and Leela's like, Bender, you can't quit every time you get an axe in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I have uh, quit scratching your axe hole. Yes, yes. Also good. But it turns out that Bender wins and then he's like, oh my god, I must be amazing at this. And they're like, no, just whoever's more popular wins. This thing is fixed. 
I have a feeling that this is a bad open question in, the, in that both of us are going to answer no to this, but uh-huh. wrestling person, not wrestling person. Okay, so more than you would think in the sense oh, that okay. my brother, big into back when it was called WWF in the yes. olden days, he watched a lot of wrestling. So I sort of absorbed some stuff by osmosis and I decided to latch on to Bret Hart for a time. Okay, what's his deal? <laughs> well, he's Bret the Hitman Hart. And he, I don't know, wrestled people and he had long curly hair. He appears in The Simpsons once. He's like buying Mr. Burns' house in that episode where he (laughs) loses the plant or something. Um, He also had a brother named Owen Hart who died tragically in... In real life? Yes, in a ring accident. Like he was like coming, being lowered down to do something and the harness broke or something and he died. Jeez. Yeah. So... Yeah, they were both wrestlers. That was like the most aware of wrestling I ever was. And then yeah. when my brother stopped being into it, I was like, I don't care about this. <laughs> I, I don't know, 1999. <laughs> my only connection with wrestling, and I don't even know if this is wrestling. It, it's whatever pay-per-view is. Is that wrestling or is that like crazy boxing? Like I think it's or, wrestling. Know, like... I think they would have like um, Raw and like SmackDown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever this was in in college, I was assistant systems in administrator, but really assistant to the systems administrator, <laughs> where he played a lot of World of Warcraft, and we would sit next to him as he played a lot of World of Warcraft, and then occasionally would have to like go check on computer stuff. But he invited us over to his house at one point during the semester for like a barbecue and to watch some pay per view wrestling event. Oh Nobody really wanted to do it, but we did, and it was fun. He's a nice guy. He texts me about Survivor yeah. every now and then. Wow. Like, uh, I guess the only other thing we know about is like the Renap Royal Rumble or whatever. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We never did the pay-per-view thing. Maybe once. I don't know. I feel like maybe my brother one time purchased like SmackDown and I feel like it was a whole thing because it was the 90s and it was like impossible. So you had to buy some sort of connection it always for felt, it or something. It always <laughs> felt erotic. Right, like pay-per-view had an ironic <laughs> right. It's like it has like, to be like uh, a sexy film. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, I, I feel like I need to Google this after we're done here, which is like, how did we set this up? Because I feel like you had to go out and rent like a box of some yeah. kind. Does that make sense? Yeah. That sounds right. Like a cable, like like a cable box to go out specifically to for this thing. channel. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's the nineties. Write in, let us know you're listening, and tell me how pay-per-view worked in the 90s. My only other story from watching pay-per-view in 2011, when I was watching pay-per-view with my <laughs> system administrator boss, was I was reading the freaking Winds of Winter uh, on the like drive up to his house, and I'm still waiting for that goddamn six book. Oh my god, wait, wait, you were reading the like excerpt from it, or you were reading Dance of Dragons? No, I, I remember on that, like, we were, I was hanging out, waiting to get picked up to be driven up to his house, reading The Winds of Winter, because it had, like, just come out in The fifth one, though, Dance of Dragons. Yes. yes. Oh, sorry, yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, what a, what a, what an error. Uh, yes, I was reading Speaking of being Dance pedantic. Of <laughs> oh my, I was like, uh, how did you get your hands on Yeah, I had the only copy in 2011. Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine um, how much money you could get if you had the only copy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be exciting. But Some... yeah, that, that was just a time in my life. Yeah, true. I, honestly, that's the thing. It's been 11 years and uh, pay-per-view, much easier to get now, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Winds of winter, still nowhere in sight. <laughs> still tough. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now that Bender knows that this is rigged, he's basically not trying anymore, but he's just winning everything. He's being referred to as Bender the Offender. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we we learned that because Bender is popular, the most popular robot wins. He fights against all these villains. I actually found the the like lineup of villains that he beats to be pretty funny. He beats up a millionaire bot who's just like yeah. a very rich snooty robot. He he beats the foreigner, which I was pretty nervous about that being another yes. very racist robot. But it's just a dude that's it's very that funny. Says, I, I'm not I'm not from here. I have my own customs. Look at my crazy passport. <laughs> Yeah, I found that very funny too. Yeah, so he's like, they introduce Bender, the offender, and he's like, I'm just an ex-con trying to go straight and get my kids back. And then he's like up against billionaire bot and then the foreigner. I laugh so hard. Like, I have my own customs. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, not from here. I have my passport. own customs. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the chain smoker. I love smoking. And after the win, I'm headed to your favorite <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. There's a, another good spot here where he's talking to Leela about how he's decided to just like not train anymore. And Leela's like, but after we after both of us worked so hard and Bender goes what do you mean we she says, I said <laughs> us <laughs> uh, tickled me anyway so basically his sales go down the way that they determine that people don't like Bender anymore is that the Bender bath soap sales are down and if he can't <laughs> he can't move sandalwood he doesn't belong in this league <laughs> I didn't have any of that written down, but that's very funny. <laughs> it was really good. He's like, I said T-Berry, not Sandalwood. Damn it, Bender, if you can't move Sandalwood, you don't belong in this league. <laughs> yeah, all obviously things that UF fans would do. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. So at this point, they're like, all right, you're going to lose the title match. And the best way to ensure that everyone is going to hate you is by giving you a new character persona, which is the gender bender. And he's going to wear a little tutu and little golden curls and people will hate it. Do you have any, so I'm just kind of, I don't have any exact recollections of this, but like how disturbed is Bender by this? Because my recollection is that he's like not that upset by it, which is like the only shining praise that we can give this this plot. Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically like, no, I refuse. There's no way I'm doing this. And then they're like, okay, fine. If you won't do it, he'll just have to beat you the old-fashioned way to death and then he goes see you at the fight and then he cu cuts to him at home and he's like so then i said see you at the fight <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty good yeah again like he i don't know how to describe this i feel like it's it doesn't hit in the same way i was worried it would and i'm very yeah. like i'm being very careful on how i'm saying this because i like maybe other people read this differently but sure. as i was watching it i was like, this isn't great, but it's not as bad as I was worried it it's would be. It's not as bad be. as it could be, yeah. Where it feels more like it's playing on, like, the audience being, like, inherently homophobic and being a little bit, like, racist. Look, they don't like the foreigner. And a little bit, like... Right, like, of course, they're not going to the like audience. the gender bender, right? Yeah. It's, di more it's different than friends being out of date where it's like like the friends yeah. are just homophobic and that those are the personality qualities that you're supposed to like and this is like yeah exactly what you're saying that there's like a touch of aren't wrestling fans stupid because they're yes gonna hate this character yes and i think that's what so like the line i have written down here that i think sort of redeems it a bit for me is that it's like get ready to hate him as he threatens your sexuality right <laughs> so, there are episodes yeah. coming later where i'm like this is fucked up specifically referring to in case other people watch ahead there's an episode about the olympics that is very bad and that one is specifically like let's get into some problematic areas about trans athletes and Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. no good where this yeah. is like 
he's wearing a tutu. Like, aren't you threatened? And it's like, okay, right. toxic masculinity hurts everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I came away with the, the sensei being much more troublesome than mm-hmm. the gender matter stuff. Uh, good line from Leela here where Bender comes back to her and it's like, okay, I need to actually learn how to fight because I'm going to get destroyed. They he sees who his competitor is it's like destructor yeah and Layla says if you wouldn't take my help when you didn't need it then why would i give it to you now when you do need it says, what are you talking about she says i don't know but i'm not helping you she's <laughs> <laughs> very confused i uh, i had written down destructor's use in battle is a war crime yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. And Leela's old sensei is representing Destructor, and that's what makes Leela be like, okay, I'm going to help you fight this guy. Right. Odds are 1,000 to zero, which mm-hmm. I guess you should be putting all of your money on, on Destructor. Yeah. Zero dollars on Bender still pays $1,000. Yes. Still very yes. few takers. <laughs> Rich Little appears here. Do you know who Rich Little is? I don't. I have Rich Little and George Foreman appear here. I know George Foreman from the Grills. But. <laughs> which is referenced in this I, I also have it written that rich little makes a comment where he's like interesting if true <laughs> oh yes <laughs> yeah good stuff but rich little he does impressions as like his bag and he okay. works i think he's got like a residency in las vegas or something and he okay. does impressions and whatever and has like a comedy something but he was one of the famous alumni of the community theater that i used to be a member of (laughs) and so he one time yeah so he one time did an event there to celebrate like the 100th anniversary of the theater or whatever this is the same same event did you you interact with him (laughs) okay yeah i I got to meet dan Ackroyd, ruined my joke with him and then did not meet (laughs) rich little (laughs) and ran away in shame (laughs) that's right that's right yeah so anyway all this to say rich little is here leela says to bender according to the script you're supposed to prance out and tickle him with your fairy wand (laughs) yeah Instead, prance out and kick his head off. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not great. I do like the word prance. It's pretty funny. But at one point, I think, oh, yeah. So Bender kicks, like, demonstrates how he's going to kick or something. And he kicks the brain slug off of Hermes. And Hermes goes like, thank God. And then Bender is like, oh, sorry. And picks up the brain slug and puts it back on his head. <laughs> and Hermes yeah. goes, thank you. It was cold down there on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Poor Hermes. I mean, truly has no characterization yet in this show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so Bender's getting destroyed by Destructor, and they want Bender's like begging Fry to throw in the towel, but Fry has now been assimilated by a brain slug. Yeah, yeah, it's they're just taking over. Yes, I guess the the way that Bender's being characterized here does get a bit problematic again. I do want to flag this part just because I don't want us to come down too lightly on the episode, but they refer to him as the confused young robot with the golden curls. And I do take some umbrage with having him characterized as a confused young robot. Does have some yeah, connotations yeah. in today's political climate. I, I wrote down the same thing. Yeah. Bender like instantly removes his costume though, which I like breathe the sigh of relief of like, yes. okay, <laughs> we're like done with this and now Bender yeah. will just be Bender and get beaten up. Yes, exactly. And he hangs it up very neatly, which I actually think was intended to be like, LOL, what? look at him being dainty. But I took it as like, right. that's nice. <laughs> he didn't just yeah, like it's like it Bender being a, a sweet young boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm glad he hung it up. But yeah, so while this is going on, Bender's just like, for God's sake, Fry, throw in the towel. But then uh, while this is happening, Leela notices that there's like a satellite dish that has somehow been missed that is being like moving around every time Destructor moves and Leela realizes that her sensei is controlling him. Did you ever see the Creed movies? Like the Apollo Creed movie? 
yeah with michael b jordan no, that i only saw the first one and the trailer for i didn't the third know there was more than one yeah they, they, a second one came out i never saw it but i heard it was good and then the trailer for the third one they all look identical much in the same way that i imagine the rocky movies look identical yeah. but the <laughs> the first creed is great and i do like know, michael uh, b jordan yeah yeah he's great in it okay so leela goes down and fights her sensei again i'm just so scared to say it i just i yeah. don't know i don't know if it's a problem i guess we didn't talk so much about why he's a problem he's got this very ridiculous accent that i'm sure is being put on by a white person doing a ridiculous impression of a chinese accent very problematic very stereotypical and yeah. the voice is no good just everything about this guy very bad there's there's some like look up his name there's some disturbing urban dictionary references <laughs> but not the ones that you would think so, <laughs> All right. So. Well, noted. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Leela just like uses. So like he's using a motion capture suit to control Destructor, basically. And Leela manages to use Fnug's own fist to force Destructor punch to punch himself. him. Yeah. Yeah. And that knocks him out. But then Destructor, Destructor falls over and crushes Bender. And that's considered like <laughs> he pinned him. So he wins. Yeah. Leela said that she was able to beat up someone who hurt her feelings in high school, though. Yes. And Fry's brain slug died. Yeah. Would you take any joy in beating up somebody that hurt your feelings in high school? Maybe Jeremy himself. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> it's a good point, though. Um, no, I don't. I can't think of anyone. Like, I feel like I'm just like, so incapable of doing anything that I just can't even fathom being capable <laughs> of beating someone up effectively. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't know. You? Yeah. Is there anybody in coming to mind that you're like, mm, yes? I maybe like not a not a wrestling match, but I'm not really athletic in any other way. But if I could like race them somehow, not running, if I could bike against them, yeah, I'll bike against some high school villain and potentially win. <laughs> potentially win. <laughs> yes. Do you think you would go for someone specifically that you thought you had a chance against? Uh, cert I mean, definitely. I would not put myself in a position with someone that <laughs> could potentially beat me or would certainly beat me. I would definitely pick someone <laughs> that I would smoke. So yeah, that's the thing. I feel like you have to think about like, who could I beat up that I would get satisfaction yeah. from, but also that I have a chance against. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we don't have any feedback or anything. I checked the email earlier today for the first time in a long time and nothing but spam. My beloved ex-boss, Adam, texted me when we yes. missed a couple of weeks saying, where are we? And that he missed us. So thank you, beloved ex-boss, Adam. Yes. And I believe it must have been Adam who sent the truly lovely review that we got. Yes. What a nice guy. Such a nice guy. I should probably read it, shouldn't I? What is this podcast called? Podcast of Tomorrow. <laughs> Oh my god, I was like, Fine. I don't know what to type. <laughs> Just staring at a blank URL. Honestly, oh god. Okay, so thank you, beloved ex-boss Adam, for saying, Lindsay and Alex's podcast is a perfect way to revisit one of the greatest animated sitcoms of all time. These two friends have a great rapport and really dig deep into what makes each episode tick. And they also have a ton of great insight and stories about the little, about little show details. Boop, there it is. <laughs> so five stars. Incredible. Thank you. Please, anyone who wants to have their review also read on the podcast, you can do that, but only if you give us five stars. I won't pretend. I'll, I'll pretend, but like, well, we will certainly only read it if you give us five stars. We will not read it if you give us less, but you know, do yeah, it, yeah. do with that as you will. <laughs> exactly yes so incredible alex next week we are talking about an episode called a bicyclops built for two or Ooh. bicyclops built for two as you like 
Interesting. Cyclops. So it's going to be a Leela episode. Mm -hmm. Maybe a Leela dating episode. Like tandem bikes are, you know, quite romantic. Have you ever ridden a tandem bike? Absolutely not. I yeah. feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, this seems impossible, but it's actually probably not that hard. <laughs> I Yeah, I think it's like probably pretty similar to actual biking, but yeah. double the double the power going into it. Yeah, there tend to be a lot of things where I am like, this is going to be impossible and I simply can't do it. And then Cam will just be like, why are you afraid of this? And then we'll try that <laughs> thing. And I'm like, okay, I guess this wasn't actually that hard. <laughs> this was fine, but... <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So, all right. Well, we will check that out. Winners and losers for this episode. Uh, Bender gets smushed by a giant <laughs> robot that's committing a war crime. So we'll give that a loser. Yeah, that's exactly um, what I was thinking. And I guess Leela the winner for beating up her, her high school enemy. Love it. Great pull. All right. So, yeah, you can get in touch with us. Alex, how can people do that? Uh, podoftomorrow at gmail.com. Send us emails. Send us your thoughts. Tell us to talk about stuff. Whatever. Send us an email. It's all spam right now. Maybe we should do a spam <laughs> corner. What's our what's our latest spam email? True. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Let me see. Do you have it open? Because I do. I I do have it open. Here, you pick out one, and I'll pick out one. There's so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that this is spam. This is sad if it's not spam, but it's got to be spam. We have one from. In the, in the true spam folder <laughs> from, <laughs> from Melissa Jordan, who could be an actual listener and we don't know. And the, <laughs> the message is, hello, did he see my last message? Mm, no, I, I, this, is definitely, this is definitely spam. We get those all the time over on the BoJack pod. And they're always like, just checking because I want to give you $75,000. And I'm like, excellent. Yeah. Please do. I guess the only other thing is uh, promote your podcast with Podbean's pod tip master list. But... Pod... <laughs> Podbean has a lot of stuff going on. Google Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see see this, the state of Simpsons been now. Uh, I just opened it too. <laughs> ah, from Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, We've been Dick's chosen. Sporting Goods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congratulations. Wow. And Dick's Sporting Goods has managed to make it through the spam box because there is a Dick's Sporting Goods email in spam and then there's one in the true inbox. Wow. Um, do you think that's real? Okay, no. This is not real. Okay, I, well, I didn't click on it. It was just the, Please don't the, click the, the link, Alex. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, we also won a $500 Shell gas card. So yeah. very exciting stuff. We have so much stuff from Pandora. I don't remember even signing us up for that, but there I was trying so hard. I was them. getting us on the podcast catcher of your choice, including Pandora. <laughs> Incredible. So with that, join us next week where we will be talking about season two, episode 13, I think. Mm -hmm. A bicyclops built for two. And we'll be back next week. We promise. Yes. If not, yes, then conduct an investigation. Like you should be concerned for our health if we're missing. At all times. Yes. All right. All right. Incredible. All right. Goodbye, everyone.